Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. Well, hello and welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast. Today, I am so honored to have a very special guest with me, Sarah. She is here to share a little bit of her journey. The last couple of weeks, we've been talking about health and fitness, and I know that that's big on everyone's mind this time of year. And Sarah actually came into my life through health and fitness, and we met online through a health and fitness community, and then also realized that each of us had a strong background in faith. And so today, we want to talk a little bit about that faith in our health journey. So Sarah, I would love for you just to introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and any little bit of your background that you want to share with everyone. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Ashley. I am Sarah. Most people call me Sarah Mack because my last name is just really long and most can't say it. So I'm Sarah Mack. I am 24 years old. Um, I grew up in competitive cheerleading, so did that through my entire, I mean, Five to 19, I was very active, so never had to worry about going to the gym or having to work out per se. Um, and so when I went to college at the age of 18, 19, it was a huge shock just not being physically active and didn't have a clue about nutrition as that was starting to, you know, be revealed that nutrition is a big piece to this. And I grew up, you know, having practices late into the night at like nine o'clock and I would just get jangles on the way home and looking back on it like I felt terrible but like physically like that was just putting trash into my body but you know I, I just it was what it was and so I went to Appalachian State University in North Carolina I really loved sports growing up and so I had the intention of working in sports management but figured out you know the long, hard way after doing lots of internships and putting a lot of time and effort into that route that wasn't really like it didn't feel right, but I didn't really know what was right. I didn't know what I was doing. Like most college students, you know, there's all this pressure to like figure out what you want to do with your life, but I just wasn't, I wasn't really sure. So it was really my junior year of college when my roommate was like, Hey, do you want to do this? Like health cleanse with me? And I knew nothing about it. And this was actually like kind of at the time when I started to dig more into my faith and grow a personal relationship with Christ. And I thought like, you know, yeah, why not? Like, I didn't know what I was doing. I would go to the gym for a little bit, then fall off track because it really like, I didn't know what I was doing there. It wasn't enjoyable. Um, and so I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And so we did that. And I also knew of a streaming platform, which Ashley and I use now. And my brother had an account. So like we would get on his account and do like living room workouts in our tiny college three bedroom apartment living room. We would just make it work and we would show up for each other. And it was fun. Like we loved scheduling that into our week every week, even though we all, I mean, the both of us had very different class schedules and extracurriculars, but every single week, like we made it work. Maybe some weeks it wasn't five days a week. Maybe it was only three, but like we made it work. That was like sophomore, junior year. And we kept it up through senior year. Um, and then the like pandemic happened and it changed a lot, <laughs> you know, just like everyone I'm sure can 
you know, relate to that it changed a lot for them. But I really truly believe that like timing was everything in that. You can say one positive thing is that I don't know how God would have gotten me here had it not been for the pandemic, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm sure he would have because his path is perfect, but like looking back on it, it all makes sense now. Um, I just learned a lot about my passions and my goals and my God-given gifts and where God was calling me to in those early months of the pandemic that it just really made a lot of sense to dive into. You know, I'd found a lot of joy and passion and taking care of my body. So that's when I really decided to kind of dive more into, you know, getting more education with the health side of things. So I did some like online certifications and then started this health and fitness business. I guess it was like nine months after the pandemic started. That's kind of my background and kind of how I got here in a roundabout way. (laughs) Yeah. There's so many good things in that. One thing you just said was you found so much joy in taking care of your body or in your health and fitness journey. Was there a season for you? I think you kind of touched on, but maybe dive a little bit deeper where there wasn't joy in it or where you weren't enjoying taking care of your body. I would say like, even after I started my health journey in 2018, I mean, a lot happened between 2018 and 2021 when I started my health and fitness business was I did a lot of like, try this, liked it for a little bit and then kind of fell off and didn't like it. So then I would do like the whole at home workout route and then I would try the gym and then would like it for a little bit because it was a change in pace. You know, we all like change sometimes, but then it was always like, I feel like the missing piece in it all was that community and like having that accountability because growing up and cheerleading, you know, you have to show up for your team. You show up because they're counting on you to show up. If you practice, you're practicing for something. And so it was hard. Like I'm sure anyone can relate to, like, it's hard going to the gym alone, especially if you have to do it like before work or after work when you're tired, like it's just a lot easier to turn right off the highway instead of turning left to go to the gym and just go home and sit on the couch. And that was like a lot of what I did right before I started my health and fitness journey, which I think a lot of people don't know maybe is that like when I started my health journey, like I wasn't super consistent. I wasn't, or when I started my business, sorry, I wasn't super consistent and I didn't have it all together. I wasn't perfect by any means, still am not, but you know, just finding what, gives you joy. And I think like that community side of things is really what helps me to show up when I don't want to and helps me to, you know, do the things that I like to do. I don't know if that answered your question or not, but I think yeah. it's very important. Yeah, no, I agree because that you're in it. And like you said, like that day where you struggle, there's someone there to pick you up. Or when you had your friend doing <clears throat> you in your dorm room, they were there to say, Hey, we're going to do it together. Yeah. And it's way easier to skip when you don't have someone there you know, holding you accountable to it. So I definitely can see that real quick. For those of you who don't know, Sarah, you are a health coach and then you also work full-time, correct? Yes. So I will, I guess not technically full-time. I work about 30 to 35 hours a week. I'm a nanny. I guess I didn't touch on that in my background. That's okay. Uh, But yeah, I'm a nanny to two or yeah, two almost three-year-olds, they're twins. Um, And so I do that Monday through Friday um, during the day. And that keeps me on my toes. And, you know, so I do that. And then I also do the health and fitness business when I'm not doing that. So like in the mornings or 
after work a little bit. So you have, I mean, you have a full schedule. You're, you know, you're doing your job, taking care of those kiddos, and then you're also growing this business and then you have your faith part of it. So when you look at your health and fitness journey, how has faith played a role in it? Were there seasons where your faith wasn't super predominant versus seasons where they were? And how does that kind of shift how you approached your health journey? Yeah. So it's funny because I started my health journey, like right after I started growing deeper in my faith, I grew up, um, not like, I didn't really have a personal relationship with Christ growing up. I was very consumed in cheerleading and, you know, I don't regret any of that. Um, but I definitely did not grow up like going to church every Sunday and, you know, doing all that stuff. So when I got to college, I met a good group of friends and I started going to church with them sophomore year. And like right after that, I feel like is when, like, it's funny looking back because I feel like that's when I figured out, like, you know, I had terrible body image issues, looked at myself terribly, you know, talked a lot of hateful things to myself, um, felt like trash, fueled myself with trash. And I feel like I just didn't fully understand, you know, that idea of treating my body like a temple in respect because you're made in God's image. And so I feel like that is kind of like when it started, it's interesting to see it, how um, like it all started around the same time. Um, and then also just how it has like had roller coasters in my health journey and roller coasters in our faith journey. Um, I can definitely tell like the days or even the weeks when I may skip quiet time or I'm just not as, you know, in communication with the Lord, I can tell that that is when the enemy is striking harder in my nutrition. And that is when I fall into temptation more often. And it all goes hand in hand, which is like, I feel like I didn't realize that until this past year. Um, and so really like, you know, staying rooted in scripture and staying rooted in, you know, the truths that God speaks to us because, you know, it's hard. It's definitely something that like I struggle with a lot, but it reflects it completely where my faith is, mm -hmm. my health and my mental health, my spiritual health, like all of it intertwines. I'm sure you can yeah. relate to that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, for so many seasons, I thought they were separate. Like I never included the two for people. You said like, you feel like the enemy's attacking you with nutrition. And I feel like this is where I struggle, but mm -hmm. I think when it was starting to see how the enemy was using food in my life, that it was so eye opening. So can you share a little bit, like, what are some of the ways like you find temptation with food when, and how does that even connect to your faith journey? I think so emotional eating, I feel like is a big thing. I can tell when my mental health and my spiritual health is like not doing great or when I am having, you know, body image issues, I can tell that I go to food and I'm just kind of like, who cares? And I listen mm -hmm. to the enemy and it really like, I feel like I don't realize it until it's like already been like trickling down and, you know, it takes a lot of intentionality. I feel like in noticing it and to fighting back and being, you know, and going to God in prayer instead of indulging in the food or, you know, whatever. But I mean, it's okay to have treats. And I feel like it has been hard in years past to find that balance. And I mean, it still is hard sometimes, you know, but knowing that I'm here to 
serve God, serve God with my actions, serve God with my body. You know, if I eat a bunch of sugar, like I feel terrible. And I feel like we talk about this a lot in our faith first community is taking care of ourselves so that we are able to do the things that God calls us to do. And so that is what I try to remind myself of when I'm struggling in those things, because I do feel like it is nutrition a lot of times that the enemy strikes in for sure, for me at least. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate because one, just that emotional eating of turning to food. And, and like you said, it's just first step is just recognizing it. Like I'm turning to food instead of God to fill these emotions. And then it's kind of just pivoting. And like you said, going back to prayer, how, when you get stuck in those moments, or maybe even just back when it was more, cause I think body image too, is something just as women and you were in cheerleading. So I'm sure that that brought a whole new wave of pressure for just, you know, to have a certain image. And when you are in those places, what are some steps that you take to redirect and, and get yourself back into that place of being faith first and aligned with God? Yeah. Um, I think sometimes for me, sometimes I need like a little bit of a detox, like not a detox detox, but whenever I eat, like my thing is sugar, like sweets are my thing. (laughs) And like, I can tell like the more I eat them, the more I want them. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to deprive myself of them because I don't want them to be off limits because then that makes me want them even more. But if I can go like a few days without having a lot of added sugars, I feel so much better. And so I try to focus on how I feel and drinking more water and all that helps with like energy too. Like I notice when I have a lot of sugar, I like have energy crashes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I try to personally limit the added sugar when that comes to it. Sometimes I win, sometimes I fail, but you know, that's what God's grace is there for. Yeah. Well, that's so true. I think the other big thing is like shame and guilt. Like if you do have that day where you just get off track, like another way the enemy works in is, is he wants you to feel shame over it or guilty that, oh my gosh, I ate too much sugar. And, and I think too, like you just said, it's God's grace. Like you don't have to be perfect. There's no pressure, you know, to measure up and get it all right. And I think for me, that was something really helpful um, in my journey. I think too, just like knowing that we will fall short, like Mm -hmm. it's not going to be perfect. The enemy wants you to think that you have to be perfect in order to earn God's grace. But like God knows that we're going to fall short and he knows that we're not going to get it right, you know, hundred percent of the time, but that's okay. Um, and just, you know, trying your best and to just keep showing up. I know that's what we've been focusing on a lot the past couple of months is just show up. Even if you, you know, fell off track for a week, a month, just show back up because it's not like God is like, you know, you fell off track, you have to start over, you have to ask for my forgiveness, you have to do all this stuff, like, you've already earned it, there's no shame, there's no guilt in it, like you were saying, and to just show back up, so I feel like that is super encouraging whenever that starts creeping for me. Yeah, yeah, and I know you and I both as coaches too, so we coach people in their health and fitness journey, and Sarah and I lead a faith-first health community, and and that's kind of one of our things is just removing that shame and guilt, that pressure to get it all right. And then creating that community that kind of builds, builds that up. So that's kind of been like our faith first mentality and kind of just keep showing up mentality. Sarah, when you, when you think of faith first and you think of that community, are there any other things like that you think of, or even just things that you really see the enemy just 
with your clients just really struggling with in regards to all of that? Yeah. Um, I think just really creating that like sense of ownership a little bit of everyone. Like I know that we've ran groups in the past where it's very apparent, like if you scroll through the groups, who the coaches are. And I want it to be like a community where like everyone is pouring into it and everyone is, you know, getting, getting a lot out of it, you know, and growing not only in their health, but also in their faith. Um, and so I really just want like community and encouragement and for just everyone to come in there and just feel like they just like Jesus's light is overpouring from it. And so I think that, and then also just the guilt and the shame. I think a lot of my clients struggle with that and saying like, they can't find motivation and they can't do this. And I just say like, pour into the community because Mm -hmm. when I was doing it alone and when I was, you know, stepped back and removed and not, you know, doing it with others, like, yeah, I couldn't find the motivation either. And I didn't want to go to the gym or I didn't want to press play, but I feel like the community is what people need. And, you know, God has created us to be in community with others and to live life with others um, in all areas of our life. So why not do it? Like taking care of our bodies too, you know, like we work with others, we play with others, we, you know, but like health is such a huge area of our lives. So we should be doing that with others as well. Um, And so that's what I hope to create in that community in this coming year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always say like, if God's for it and it's good, the enemy's going to attack it. And our health is so important. And obviously at some point our bodies will fail and they will go, but I don't think people realize how much control they have over not only their physical health, but then how that carries over. Like we've been talking about mentally and spiritually and and God created, like he is created in community, father, son, Holy spirit. Like he believes in community. And so, like you said, I think having that group of people who are going to say, you know what, I am going to take some ownership. I'm going to step up. I want to be involved. I want to be in a group of people who want to fight back together because this is important. And this is something that matters. And like we talked about, it's not, not so you can have a size zero jeans or before and after picture, but so you can have that energy and feel good to go do all the things God's called you to. So this faith first community, Sarah and I, we'll talk about this just a little bit more. We are like in the beginning stages of really ramping this up. And this is something that all of you can join. We are just creating this. It's, I feel like it's a mission or like a a ministry. Like we just want to serve people in this place and help you with movement, help you just find that community and that goal. And, you know, I think, I think with 2020, we all got a little sick of being online, but I think too, like, you know, just having that place that's positivity, you know, filled with positivity online is something really helpful and, and great ways to find support. Sarah, how do you like, how do you balance being online and social media with these types of communities and, and just like that desire to like, I don't want to be on social media. It's hard. Honestly, I feel like on Facebook, it is a little easier for me, but yeah, it's hard. And also just having those boundaries. Like I try to really like at least once a week to like completely get off social media, like on Sundays or something. Mm -hmm. Um, because I mean, you get sucked into scrolling, you get sucked into comparing without even thinking about it. Um, And really for me, it's just like, I feel like I waste a lot of time 
mm-hmm. on it. And so that's like one thing I want to work on in the new year is to just really like have those rigid boundaries with, you know, social media, but also like using it for the good. And, you know, we're going to have that group on there. And so I want to scroll, like go in there to scroll, but yeah, but I think, you know, it's hard to get away from completely because that is just the world we live in. But if we can create light on social media, then I'm all for it. Yeah, I agree. Cause there are days where I'm just like, I just want to throw it all in and like be off. But then it's also like you, I think of all the people who have influenced my life and they have been such lights in a space that's dark. And so I think both of us are really wanting to create that for you, a place of support, a faith, a place where you get that in your newsfeed and it's about Jesus. And hopefully it's pointing you back to him. Like that's our main mission is yeah. to help you just run back to him and the things that you need and, and to have that light in your life. So I agree. So I'm definitely having some strict boundaries around it because I, <laughs> I struggle with it too. There's been times where Sarah and I are like, okay, no social media on Sunday. So again, like the accountability yeah. in that yes. too is really helpful. Yes. And I know if I'm on, she's going to see, and well, if she's on, she's going to see that green dot by my name. <laughs> so I'm going to be in trouble. So. <laughs> yes. Accountability. It's huge. Yes. Yes. And we do have some too, like some visions for like some small group studies and Bible studies and those things too, because we do feel that as you put your faith first, the health journey just becomes a lot easier too. Yes. Sarah, if you could give one piece of advice to a person just really struggling to get into a good health routine and a good faith routine, like they maybe just feel like, wow, I'm not doing either one of these things. It seems really overwhelming what would you tell them as they're getting started? I would just say to like, stop trying to be perfect. And there are days when you are not going to want to show up. Let's just be real. There's days that you won't show up. Um, But that's where grace comes in. And, you know, God doesn't call for us to be perfect. He calls for us to just show up for him. And that is truly like why we've been pushing that idea of just showing up. Even when you fall off track, just show back up. And that God does not throw shame. He just says come to me and so that is really what we want to stress in this group in the new year um and to just not expect perfection if you fall off track it's okay happens to all of us just show back up um and to just really not be overwhelmed or intimidated by a health and faith group because none of us here are experts at it at it none of us here are perfect at it we all fall short but we are here to, you know, help one another grow, learn, and just go where God is calling them to. Um, so I would just say lean into the community, lean into it, because I think we both can say firsthand that community is what keeps us showing up more days than not. And so that's really what I would say to people that are struggling with that. And just, you know, it doesn't have to be all in or all out. Um, I think that's another thing that the enemy kind of throws at us is that we have to be all in or all out. And if there's one day where we're kind of, you know, more out than in that we have to start back over, but like, it's a lifelong journey. There's no like starting over and no starting, you know, day one and all that. So I would just say to just look at it as like, look at the big picture. There might be days that you take two steps back, but there's also day like from when you started, you're still so much further than when you started. I love that. When you were talking about that, I was just thinking about like, and then as you read scripture and you see the people that God worked with, like 
they were messy. They were messy. They were imperfect. But the one thing that they all had in common was they were willing. And, and I think that is just that heart. It's just that mindset of, like you said, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to get it wrong, but I'm willing to work on this and I'm willing to keep showing up and, and keep it simple. I think a lot of times too, we overcomplicate it. Like you don't have to sit down and read the Bible front to back. You might just sit down and say, God, I don't even know what I need today, but I know I need you. And like, that is a beautiful prayer of just surrender to him. And then watch how he works in your life. Like watch how, as you become willing, he will work in your life. And it, and it's, and it's beautiful when you can do that and surrender. But I think sometimes it's that control. I don't know. Do you struggle with that? Like the, like, I feel like for me, health and fitness was always such a control thing for me. Like it was something I could control something. And that's kind of my temptation too, is just wanting that control. But honestly, it's really surrendering it to him. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like if I struggle with that part of it, maybe a little bit, I don't yeah. know. Never really thought of it like that, I guess. Yeah. And that's okay. That may just be my thing. Like it, for me, it was always, I'm having a bad day. I can control working out for me. I'm having a bad day. I can control what I eat. Well, you can to an extent, but what happens when you get injured? What happens when, you know, yeah. life happens. And that's where I think when you put that faith first and you give it to God, you know, that you have everything you need in him. So exercise and nutrition is just a bonus on top of the cake. Yes. That's so good. For sure. Anything else you want to leave with everyone on faith, their health journey? I would say just join us, like just give it a shot. Yeah. You know, you never know what will happen. Um, and we are here to welcome you with open arms in this community. Um, and we're, we're excited for, you know, to grow deeper in relationship with you guys um, in the group. Um, and like Ashley said, like we have some things in the works, like small groups and things like that. So yeah, give it a shot. Come join us. Yeah. We'll put the link in the show notes today. Mm -hmm. And again, this group's no cost to join you. If you know me or, you know, Sarah, just put our names when you join the group or even reach out to us. Like we are here to help. So reach out to either one of us and we can kind of help you and guide you and give you the tools you need. If you need help with extra tools, or you just need that support, um, we're here for you and here to help you in all of this. So Sarah, thank you so much for being on today and for being willing to share. It was absolutely beautiful. Thank you for having me. Do you want to close today in prayer? Sure. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, um, thank you so much for Ashley and her willingness to just speak your truth on this podcast. Um, God, I thank you for her heart and her heart to serve you. Um, God, I pray for every single person listening to this that they would, um, you know, you would work on their hearts and you would speak truth into them. Um, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Sarah, thank you so much. You are such a joy and such a light for God. And you just, you radiate it everywhere. And I've just been so blessed to get to know you and work with you. And I truly believe God planted you in our life for a reason. So thank you so much for being here today. This was wonderful. And I think we'll just have to have you back on the podcast again soon. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'd love to. 
Well, thank you so much for being here today and listening. Sarah is truly such a joy to have on our podcast. I'm going to put her Instagram link in the show notes. And if you would like to join this Faith First community, it is an online community and a Facebook group at no cost. We are going to be in there helping you put your faith first and then use exercise and nutrition to honor your body and help you have the energy to live out the callings that God has put into your life. So see all the links in the show notes. If you have any questions, reach out and we will be back again next week.